talk with a lot of marketing companies typically the marketing companies i have seen especially with social media and online they have a huge mailing list or a database of emails and previously before gdpr at least uh, what i remember is they tell me that they are used to buying data from one another so how do you recommend or what do you tell them in terms of compliance in function of their own mailing lists and also the aspect which for them it's pretty natural because you have a database and you want to leverage others database as well so what do you tell them to right. comply so they don't always love my answer but i don't <laughs> i don't really recommend buying a list these days and honestly i work with a lot of marketers and a lot of marketers also don't recommend buying a list and the reason that marketers don't recommend buying a list is because it's generally not good quality data. From a privacy point of view, you're putting yourself at significant risk because you either a have to make sure that I've disclosed when I contact you, hi, I got your information from blah blah blah, so that you can comply with Article 14, or mm -hmm. you um, have to make sure that the consent was received from the initial company that got it and sold mm -hmm. it to you. So there's a lot of risk that's involved in that. You can do it. Absolutely. You just have to make sure that again, you've received the proper approval to send that message and you need to disclose to the person how you got that information and make right. sure that you can opt out and have the privacy notice. So if you get all that covered, you're you're able to proceed. But the marketers generally don't actually get good quality results from buying a list. So I prefer to tell companies instead of doing that, which doesn't generally yield you a, a lot and you know especially when you compare the the kind of cost um, benefit to cost ratio that right. you put that energy and effort and money into something else that you know nurture your existing list and buy ads on social media that you can then create a first party relationship with right so there's a variety uh, you know attend shows there's a variety of ways to create that first party relationship mm -hmm. which is where you're going to honestly i think have a better chance of actually selling your product or service versus just blasting out to everybody yeah and i think it's especially a challenge for new new startups who don't have a list they want to go fast and they want to have a client list so for them it's a bigger challenge because for somebody who has a list and who wants to increase it grow it fast buying is an option and we can tell them not to buy but somebody who's looking at having an initial list initial set of database that's where the challenge starts it's true but it's still really i think goes back to so if i if i have nothing and i send it out to a whole bunch of people how how many are going to actually respond and true. buy my product and i think in today's situation you have a lot of companies that are not as excited about being spammed right and being true. kind of cold emailed and maybe it works in certain industries i th i think you know some industries may be a little bit more than than others uh if i'm a a d2c brand direct to consumer yep. brand a little bit more open minded but even the email service providers are getting a little bit smarter on that cold email traffic and yep. are blocking so you have to make it through the spam filter and layer on top of the gdpr requirements and hope that i open it and hope that i don't get mad at you that's a lot of layers indeed i think the response rates on uh emails are getting lower and lower and lower with the every week month that we are passing by and there's the other social media which is being used for more engagement yeah social media is certainly uh uh right now yeah and there the consent is in in itself very blurry but yeah 
it's much more direct right absolutely yeah, yeah. and uh, linking to that when we talk to small and medium businesses or sometimes even large corporates people are asking we go to an event we collect a business card and then what happens is collecting business cards compliant with gdpr of course collecting is okay but the fun starts when you want to send them emails when you want to so of course there are different views around you should shouldn't but what's your view yeah i was going to say there is this is one where i think you could line up 100 privacy people and get a lot of different answers um so my view on that is if i gave you my business card that meant i gave it to you i want to hear from you but i want to hear from you right so what should really happen is that you should come back and you should say you know Jody it was so great to meet you at that privacy global conference that just happened in DC virtually <laughs> or that was supposed <laughs> to happen right it was so wonderful to meet you you know i'd really love to continue our conversation and then from there it naturally flows into the relationship what i should not do is take that business card and then automatically add it to my CRM and send you this six part automated nurture sequence campaign <laughs> that is not in my view um in scope and allowed under GDPR i think i have a very similar view and that's exactly the thing i advise along with it when people ask how can i send you newsletter and the same thing ask them that's the simplest way ask them or send them the first one and say but don't send them the first one as if they've subscribed saying since we met i thought this can be useful have a look and if you want you may want to should i subscribe you rather than just subscribe them in right and, and if i may add on that one so oftentimes um kind of tying back to some of the other conversation we had someone might have opted in and then they forgot that they said it's okay for you to share my information with some other third party right so when you get the information you probably get a group of them so you should send an email and at the top just like you said you know hey thanks for signing up for the such and such webinar or was you know you you allowed us to or you said yes it was okay for for us to contact you from the special event that you attended look forward to one of these a month or two of these a month or whatever yep. it is you can opt out at any time so you sort of put at the beginning as the reminder of who you are because a lot of times people click boxes they can't remember they clicked they didn't click yep. who knows and you've you've advised them and i think again that's just the transparency piece very simple up at the top and um people either will will most likely appreciate that and if they really don't then they'll unsubscribe you don't want them anyways yeah i think if they're not reading it you don't want them to be on your list anyhow the challenge is to get them to read it and they will read it only if they subscribe voluntarily right so i think I get tons of email every day which I subscribe but I don't get the time to read it and after a few <laughs> exactly. days it just goes the delete button. <laughs> yeah. If you like this, find the full episode of Fit for Privacy podcast on iTunes or Spotify.